0: to bad bitch hysteria radio and the show starts now (laughs) happy um belated thanksgiving welcome to popping off pink we've been m.i.a i think for the past couple months what you been up to oh i'm chi chi (laughs)
1: i'm kimber those of you who don't remember, or um, yeah, you if you're just, just joining, joining us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's us. That's who we are. I um, think the past few months were much needed. Um, I think everyone's kind of experiencing things in different ways, but ultimately <laughs> under the same crazy weird ass umbrella, but it's been great. Um, crazy I celebrated weird. my... <laughs> what is it my what are you people calling it now my solar return mm-hmm. I celebrated my 27th trip around the goddamn sun happy um, belated
0: thank you so Kimber celebrated her most recent solar return like in the past few weeks and I celebrated mine while we've been on hiatus too so we both that's I'd love we to tell staged. you that we planned it and <laughs> so that's why we weren't we were MIA but um
1: absolutely not Yes. Just felt... I feel like that's just how things kind of flowed. There's no scandalous backstory. No fallout. We were in touch the entire time. She had time. Me in a
0: hairlock.
1: Yeah, you know. She was like, say uncle. You know, like, <laughs> we were in touch the entire time. So it's not as though, you know, we have any, like, dramatic controversy going on. We're not that kind of show.
0: No.
1: Um <laughs> But yeah, just much needed. Um, I went out to Cali, which was
0: I was jealous. Cute. I was living vicariously through your Instagram stories, like, oh my God, what is she doing, Max? Just what got a is little this? taste of sunlight,
1: <laughs> you know. And then I'm back doing in this cold bullshit.
0: I'm um, loving the cold. I have to say. I'm sorry. I know everybody hates when I say that, but I love it. And the more things that die, the colder it gets, the better. There's just certain... <laughs>
1: the more things that die... I, I live I in New done. York.
0: I live in the city. Like, there's certain things that die out as it gets colder, and I'm happy about it. I have to be honest. Not everything, but certain species. I mean, mosquitoes, for one. The rat population goes down. Does it now? Just saying.
1: Okay. Wow. They
0: don't breed as... The- anyway, not that I've looked into it that far, but... <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. Either way, um, I'm happy to be back. The day has been interesting for us yes. both. We're twinning yes. on some like neurotic <laughs> bag of nuts
0: kind of <laughs> bullshit. Neurotic is a word <laughs> that accurately describes <laughs> what has been and going we're on, on. Some
1: shit today, so definitely
0: see what this comes is. My about. shiro to everybody watching, and I listening.
1: Can't. <laughs> Oh, goodness.
0: she Um, So, what is so much going on. So, let me just level set. So, we got like a month left in 2019. Before the end
1: of the decade. Mm-hmm. We're going to get
0: into some 2019 stuff a little bit later. There's a lot going on. But as usual, we have to talk about um, what's pushing the culture or I feel like poking the culture. Um, same man, but we're going to talk about Kanye West. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Because depending on this is my read of Twitter, not even just social media cuz Twitter's where everyone's talking more. So yeah. <laughs> um given my read of Twitter, you Kanye is either pushing the culture again as he has done many times forward or he's poking at it depending on who you are following on Twitter and what they're saying because a lot of people are like no matter what you think, other people are going to follow suit. I've already seen some hints of that, Um, whether they're going to be talking more about their spirituality or their religion or some amalgamation of the two, um, or folks are just like, oh, this is just, which makes no sense, a money grab because he needs to do this for money. People love to say that.
1: And I mean, you know, seeing as though Kanye has bestowed upon us this biblical work of art, we can reference certain track listings as scriptures at this point, point. Mm-hmm. and I want to say it's—it's it's not in the Chick Fil A song, but he says oh he's God. not going to let his family starve, and I think we can all relate to that sentiment.
0: So there's been a lot actually said about that starve. line, believe it or not. I'm sure, not in a bad way, just more like I'm sure. more like joking. Like he's not going to stop. He said just, something about I think it was um no it wasn't the Chick Fil A song, but he was like I'm not going to be. On Dancing with the Stars, right, exactly. And like, then the people from Dancing with the Stars got offended and tweeted. Something. I mean, it was all tongue in cheek. But um, anyway, we're act what we're talking about. Unless you've been <laughs> under a rock, is the Jesus is King album, which you know, both avid Kanye fans, and it's interesting because the Jesus is King album came out two days after my birthday, and then the opera came out. Like, was it on your birthday? I feel like, or like. Right around your birthday also. So he's I think been, like maybe a day later. Been giving us gifts. Um, but let's start with the album. Where do we want to start?
1: Well, first of all, I just want to acknowledge that my nails at the time were unknowingly Jesus is King themed. Nice. I had the Jesus is King blue and I had like these orange um, stones on my middle fingers. So I was just like, I was right here with it. So yeah but um definitely a beautiful body of work um it's still very to the disappointment of the fickle fans um it's still very new kanye i feel like since um since yeezus he's been doing like a lot of deconstructed production Mm -hmm. like everything's very stripped down and everything's in line with like even you know like his clothing line and just who he is as a person. Like, it's definitely um, him coming out of the last two phases that we saw, which was the life of Pablo Mm -hmm. and pretty much every project before that. Um, I feel like he's past that, um, like, I guess confusing crazy kind of stagnated space he was in in the Yeezus album. Yeah. I feel like he's definitely past that in this and it's just beautiful to witness and I was very touched by it. It was awesome. It was so awesome. <clears throat> I'm so proud of him.
0: Yes, the uh, same. I agree with everything you said, but I'm gonna come from the angle of, we talked about, oh my God, a while ago, mm-hmm. when we thought it was gonna be Yandy and he even had a line and i don't remember what song but he said that jesus bleached or something clean cleansed what oh, yeah. would have been yandi oh jesus did the laundry yeah thank you mm-hmm. and so whatever yandi was going to be it's like nope i'm not going to completely scrap it but i'm going to change it i'm going to flip it and so yandi we all know was like a play on gandhi mm-hmm. peace loving and faith and love and so we got bits of that as part of jesus is king we don't know all the details about the transformation from or the transition not transformation the transition from Yandi to jesus is king um but and however i will say that regardless of your connection or if you don't have a connection to christian faith the bible christianity like it could have been a different artist. It could have been someone other than Kanye West. They could have been talking about their Muslim faith or being a Buddhist or, you know, practicing um, Judaism. And I still would have found something to appreciate. So like the folks that are for so much focused on the religious aspect of it, um, I get it on one hand, but on the other hand, it's like, you don't have to be a member of said church to be able to enjoy the music or get something from it or be inspired. Um, For me, I think it's just the evolution of, and I don't want to get too far into this because we're going to talk about astrology later, but I couldn't help but think of people like Prince, who happens to also be a Gemini (laughs) like Kanye, and started out with, you know, the down and dirty songs and did the movie Purple Rain and the soundtrack was very sensual and sexual and he did the Batman soundtrack with Do Me Baby and all that and then he went back to being a Jehovah's Witness and he continued to make music but definitely was not the music he was making in the 80s and you know wore his religion to an extent on his sleeve And then from a spiritual standpoint, I can't help but think of another famous Gemini, Lauren Hill, Hmm. who basically people will say she had a breakdown, she went crazy, whatever. But I would say she had maybe what looked like that, but she was having more of an awakening and spoke out about the demons or or whatever of the music industry. So I feel like this is just par for the course for like really... Um, talented, brilliant people and especially those that happen to be of the Gemini um, flavor for whatever reason. Um, I think Left any artist... is also
1: a good example. Is she
0: a Gemini too? I believe she wow. is, yeah. That makes sense. So it's just like the transformation. Um, and I don't feel the need to be particularly judgmental in one direction or the other because I just happen to enjoy... Um, watching an artist's growth and transformation nice. alongside the parallel line that is his life. So, you know, even if I was like, oh, I, I really didn't connect to this album. I can't stand the message. I don't like it. It was interesting. I watched one of the Sunday service um, was the one he did with. You
1: were at a Sunday I was, service. Well, I like, talked about that.
0: Yes, I talked about that on the last episode when I was actually in Chicago. I know, but it's just but this you were was
1: there.
0: <laughs> this was the first. Oh no, I know now. I know why this one stood out. This was the first one post the album coming out, mm. and they live streamed it. And I don't remember which venue in LA, but whatever, it was beautiful. It was flowers everywhere. And as I'm watching it towards the end, the first thought I had: He put North on his shoulders. And you had the choir and it was like in a circle and it was like all this greenery. And, fun. and I was like, wow, what a moment. What a picture to have this rap superstar have his daughter on stage with him the whole time. And it's not uncomfortable mm-hmm. because he's not using any profanity. There's no girls on stage with the booty out. Like she can literally stand there innocently and join in the production and join in the show or just witness it and there was even another little girl that came up with North at some point I'm guessing like a family friend but it was like that in itself regardless of everything else was beautiful to me because I don't know too many people um in hip-hop especially male superstars that could have their she five now like five-year-old daughter on stage and not have to cover her ears or change the lyrics or something like that.
1: But these are the things that people are overlooking. And instead they're choosing to focus on his use of religion. Meanwhile, I'm sure you're still going down to that big church on your block (laughs) and shelling out in the collection plate for the pastor that probably has like at least two choir women pregnant Mm -hmm. and the first lady sitting there looking stupid, you know, um, I understand your sentiment, um, as far as like it being based on anyone or coming from anyone. And, but, um, as far as I'm concerned, I just need people to refocus, um, their attention. It's like, stop getting so caught up on the religious aspect of it. Just look at it for what it is. It's a progression in someone's life that we're witnessing Mm -hmm. for the better. and I just don't think anyone really is in good standing religion-wise or just life-wise to talk the shit that they talk. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> it's either someone's complaining about how they miss the old Kanye or they're saying he's full of shit. And he did say on the album that the first one to judge him will be the Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are just falling into that hole and just proving him right
0: that's a good point you said he mentioned in the album and i remember the line he's like um they'll be the first ones to judge me make me feel like nobody loves me mm. so not only does he feel that way he's sang it on wax so why do you think in spite of that and just your own opinion why do you think he still felt compelled to do this project anyway
1: because knowing that because he's Kanye West (laughs) that's just just the bottom line he's always consistently been himself and he's always consistently told the truth be it unpopular be Mm -hmm. it unpolished he hasn't always said it in the nicest way he hasn't always had the most popular ideas but he has a lot of confidence in himself and a lot of faith in himself period and he knows things as far as the direction that his life is going to take, what he's intended to do, he's very aware.
0: So what about, you know, playing devil's advocate, conspiracy theory?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I love conspiracy theory. So some people
0: those also because this is an election year. I guess people are more sensitive about politics, right? And then he's made hints and maybe not so much hints about potentially running for president in 2024. So, you know, he has openly supported Donald Trump. And so some folks' conspiracy theory is that you know, historically conservatives or Republicans are more tied to Christianity. Mm -hmm. And so that this is somehow tied to that. Like, this is political. um, And he's like setting the tone or setting the stage for that run. Now, I don't, I've don't. i never heard anybody say that he would run as a Republican per se. Right. But I think because he has openly supported Donald Trump and now it's like, oh, so now he's actually in line with the conservatives' um, Christianity uh, and that type of I thing. I wouldn't
1: even go that far. Kanye is about as in line with Donald Trump and more over... The conservatives as Chrisette Michelle is with black people <laughs> since doing the inaugural performance um, and I don't think that this would be a Kanye West presidential campaign album mm-hmm. I think like I said before that it is just about his progression this is just another page in the in the book you know um, and yes. I I, I The idea that he supports Trump, I don't think he supports Trump per se. I think he supports what he's been saying when he mentions Trump, offering compassion Mm -hmm. and offering to help support a world leader in making changes that will benefit humanity. I think that's what he's in support of, in spite of it being someone that we all basically despise and don't really have yeah. time for and don't really acknowledge i think that's what he was trying to demonstrate another
0: gemini by the way
1: <laughs> jesus christ well so
0: i'm just gonna i'm just gonna play with words for a minute so Gemini's okay mm-hmm. the twins the the two sides oh, the two faces depending on your personal experience mm-hmm. feel free to drop a comment I think it, I, it is a coincidence and it's not a coincidence that mm-hmm. Donald Trump is also a Gemini like Kanye. Um, however, there's I do different see... different levels of... There's different levels of contradiction. Mm-hmm. So this is just, again, me just spitballing. Um, <laughs> Kanye has talked very passionately about... Well, recently he talked about using... Um, folks who have come out of prison, not people in prison Mm -hmm. and like prison labor, which every major corporation that you probably give money to in some way or another, whether it's clothing or your telephone company use, or your underwear, if you buy from Victoria's Secret, use prison labor, (laughs) right? Yeah. So he's talking about when people come out, making sure that they have jobs and he spoke very passionately, whether it's in that particular uh, issue or not having more jobs come back to the United States or creating more jobs. And by jobs, we don't mean, you know, what's been all the rage coding and like tech jobs, but actual manufacturing jobs, which used to be a huge staple for a lot of us, no matter what background, whether you're immigrant, American, African-American, a lot of us descended from people who Maybe they didn't go to college, but they made a great living from being able to go a couple miles down the road and work in a factory and actually even buy homes Mm -hmm. and have retirement and stuff like that. And we're seeing even more so with this push for college, less people are going to college because people have watched their siblings or aunts who are 10, 15 years older still grappling with student loan debt or you know some cases depending on your age your parents (laughs) um so you have people that are like i'm not doing that shit (laughs) and then you have people who's just like i don't think it's for me and if you are one of the people that's like i don't think it's for me right and you don't really know what it is for you you used to be able to at least do something in a factory or manufacturing um And those jobs just don't exist anymore. So a lot of the unemployment numbers, if you look a little deeper, reflect underemployment, which means there's just a whole bunch of people that are not in the workforce. Just waiting to
1: work with their hands.
0: Weren't in the workforce, um, stopped applying for jobs. So I think that's where he, this is my opinion, Mm -hmm. this is not based in any research. I think that's where he overlaps with. What Trump has talked about, whether he's done it or not, I don't know. I'm not Googling it. You can Google it. (laughs) But he talked a lot about we need to bring back, you know, jobs that were sent overseas or sent to Mexico or whatever. Mm. So that's one thing. And then the other thing, I don't know if it's necessarily connected to Trump, per se. I'm just going to go by party and I'm not even saying that Kanye is Republican because I don't think he is. I think he's probably more libertarian or something like that. But when you look at so-called values, and this is where the another contradiction comes into play because he's married into the Kardashian family. And so there was a clip that went viral and I don't watch the show, so I only saw the clip where he's talking to Kim about how she's dressed and she's basically like, look, I understand you're on your journey, But I'm not on that journey with you. You are on your journey. I'm still doing me, like leave me the hell alone about what I'm wearing.
1: Countdown to the divorce end.
0: And a lot of people thought that was <laughs> well. There was a lot of conversation around because they were it, some of the conversation was like, well, duh, you married Kim Kardashian, and then the other half of the conversation was like, well, yes, he married Kim Kardashian, but they, that was that four was kids ago, was. yeah. <laughs> and so you grow, you evolve, and hopefully they evolve as a couple, right? Mm-hmm. And he even made comments about you know. This was like two years ago. People were like, "Why is North dressing like this? And why does she have on lipstick?" He has talked about that in some of his music, mm-hmm. and I think more more poignantly and closed on Sunday, he's basically telling you. Of course, a big part of that song is Kim. Just give me one day where you're not on Instagram. <laughs> but a big, if you really listen to that song and the sentiment behind it, what he's really trying to do is fight for his kids mm-hmm. and saying, in his own way. These are my values that I want. He says my sons. He's not yeah. just talking about his daughters. Yeah. So he has a set of values from a familial perspective mm-hmm. that he wants carried through his daughters and his sons. And so just everything I just said, <laughs> those are highlighting like a lot of contradictions. Like you have these values, you're married into this family. You have these values, you're supporting Trump. But where you see there's like overlap. Um. I guess, is the beauty and the madness of Kanye West. Um, the other thing He's I was- just
1: like, I think, you know, embodying a thought process mm-hmm. or the embodiment of trial and error. I yes. think that's the contradiction or the duality to Kanye West, trial and error.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Um, the only other, I'm trying to think, what else did I think about the album? Did you just say album? Yes, I said album. <laughs> there were it's certain songs that day. i felt like they were too short like follow god was one of my favorites i wanted to touch on that video with his dad so you have people who are like oh i'm a die kanye west but for some reason they thought his dad wasn't in his life ray west he's talked about his dad he's talked about the fact that his dad is a really successful photographer in his own right probably the like, same people that miss
1: the old kanye
0: i'm like how did you not know that <laughs> they're like oh he his dad's in his life and i'm like that's not new information. Like he spent he even talked about spending summers with his dad after his parents split and then his mom left Atlanta and went to Chicago. Anywho, so right. Follow God, which is like I think the number one song off the album and was number one on some streaming service. Don't give me the line, There's too many out there. Mm-hmm. But that was like even people who hated the the project loved that song. Right. Yeah, and I love the song he sampled I've been listening to that song and I'm trying to think I don't know the artist because it's not somebody anybody would know I certainly didn't know but the name of the actual track is um, You Can't Lose by Following God or something like that
1: Okay. okay
0: YouTube knows I listen to that (laughs) often but I love the fact that he had his dad in the video Mm -hmm. and I just have to say (laughs) regardless of what we think about any aspect of his life When he was showing like the wildlife in Wyoming, you couldn't help but just feel this overwhelming sense of peace. Mm -hmm. And even though he wasn't in that shot and his dad wasn't in that shot, I felt like looking at that, I could immediately tell where his peace of mind is. Like I was like looking into his mind and like oh, that's where he is right now. Exactly. like, I got all this land. I got alpacas and all emus and all types of shit. I got whatever. Well, I don't know what those vehicles were that they were riding around in, but it was dope. (laughs) Definitely don't have a hip hop video that is similar. Like even again, just the visual, like take the song away, take the album away, take your personal feelings out of it. Please. Pushing it <laughs> forward, okay? So I'm pretty sure going into 2020 and throughout 2020, we're about to see some very interesting visuals in hip-hop that are... we probably It's probably already some in progress, to be honest, where they're out in, like, a big-ass field or who knows. Everyone's <laughs>
1: slipping into that minimalist thing, but um, I think it's more so important to pay attention to because people love to... Write these things off as trends or coincidences. I'm sorry, everybody can't be doing the same shit for no reason. Right. So I think it's important to pay attention to the energy and the intention behind those visuals because, you know, FKA Twigs recently did something with with Future. (laughs) Yeah, with you. (laughs) And it was like, you know, in the same kind of setting, you Mm. know, like barren wasteland setting. And,
0: um, I like that song, but it kind of creeps me out, also. But you see,
1: like, because exactly. I'm like,
0: what am I hearing in the background? Are exactly. those
1: chipmunks? What it. Do- right so and then there's like
0: some trance music going right. on on top of it's like chipmunk vocals trance music and i'm just like right and if i don't know really what's happening
1: identify what those things are i'm sure it's probably even worse than you're yes, describing it probably. so
0: just pay attention to those but she didn't energies. get pregnant she did a whole video on a song he wasn't in the, in the video though you noticed that right so that's that's the secret Got to steer a clear. Collab.
1: Just send me the what you recorded. He's like the Beyonce baby I'll boy. I'll send you the beat. You put something on it. We splice it together. But not once were we ever in the same oh my vicinity. God.
0: Yeah, because if he looked at her, she would be. Pregnant. She would be doing
1: all kinds of the stuff that she can do.
0: <laughs> I,
1: can't. I can't. But um. But yeah, someone, just pay someone attention. said
0: that. Um. So this week. He dropped another very short video for Closed on Sunday. Did Mm -hmm. you see that? No, I didn't. Did you see any scenes from it? I've been like off of social
1: media, off of just off.
0: When you see it, tell me what you think. Because someone said, a commenter said that they thought he he was inspired by um, Solange visually, the way it was shot.
1: But again... Solange, like when I was out in LA, um, I went to the Getty Center, mm-hmm. and she did like a visual thing, and it was very much that very minimal, mm-hmm. you know, primary or tertiary colors only.
0: That's how my uh, wedding's gonna be, y'all.
1: Oh Lord!
0: <laughs> and there will be some choreography.
1: No, which y'all
0: will have to oh learn. Oh my God! The bridal party will have to. Uh,
1: oh yes. Okay. <laughs> well, again... You can only do it once. <laughs> thankfully. Like life, right? Jesus Christ. Um,
0: but... <laughs> you were saying the Getty Center, yeah. LA, um, Solange.
1: It was more in line with these reoccurring themes that we're seeing in... You know, like the aesthetic that we're seeing, where everything is minimal, clean lines, this and that, but in the. in. Uh, uh, in that, there is, um. numerology, there's, like, all kinds of sorcery and, like, backmasking, all kinds of shit going on. Um, in Solange's. And we're probably like, I'm probably gonna get like a black bag thrown over my head Uh at random, you know, our show will probably disappear after I say this, but- Oh God. Girl, (laughs) there was something to whatever it was you had them dancers doing, repeating numbers. They were saying shit like 10, 10, (laughs) 10, 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, but like, and it seems like they're just repeat they're saying their counts out loud, but then it brings the question, why? Right. And now and then the I would want to know what those numbers,
0: numbers add up to. My ass would have been calculating the whole time.
1: Right. So like, what
0: are we doing? We doing a nine of the universe? The culture, what are we doing? <laughs> we're
1: evolving the culture, but make sure that these people aren't calling something forward on you that you as the listener aren't open to or aren't prepared for. It's
0: interesting you say that because I listen to different um, vibrations. So the love vibration is 528 hertz Mm -hmm. and I've been doing that for the past five years. So I'm very 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 sensitive to Mm -hmm. frequencies and I have to say it did take me about three listens of this album to really Get into it, into it, mm-hmm. but I the whole time I noticed that the album is at a very high frequency. I would, if someone out there knows how to measure, do it, let me know. I don't, I'm not saying it's at the 528 love tone, I would not be surprised if it is, though. Um, the frequency of the album, just the opening song, mm-hmm. that choir, I can't. Mm -hmm. and i've been um anti i'm not gonna say anti i with the exception of this album and like a couple other things i need to listen to the gang's album it just dropped so i don't have a review Mm -hmm. for you yet but i we are gonna do a review of all 25 songs thank you jc and happy birthday jc you are now 40 so congrats 40 and um but what was i saying I was talk about the frequency yeah the frequency <laughs> um yes and I have not been listening to hip-hop that's what I want to tell y'all it's been at first I thought it was just a fluke it was like one Sunday I was on YouTube I started listening to Motown and then I started listening to people who were around during Motown but they're not as well known y'all don't realize how many black groups were out there. It's ridiculous. Like, I can't even tell you. I can send you my playlist. Yeah. Because I've been adding them, and I'm like, who are these people? It's a group out of St. Louis. A group out of Cleveland. And not all of them had the formula
1: to, to But they were succeed. all... But, but they these, were all really
0: they good. They would put who you are calling the current king and queens of R&B to shame. That's singing to their backing tracks during these live shows with no choreography, by the way. And these are not even the most famous of the... These were just people who were like, hey... Kimber's my neighbor, I'm a first soprano, Rehearsals she's or whatever a let's do this, that's who the people were, let's go cut a record what happened yeah. to us what happened <laughs> black people, I need y'all to put some choirs together,
1: I fucking care. there's
0: something about a black choir I'm sorry, no it touches my soul I feel you on that, so I don't know if I'm a return, cause I feel like a little baby, like in a little cocoon or something i don't know but i just feel very good about the music i've been listening because to because it
1: reflects that thing that you've been submersing yourself in for five years mm. it reflects what your heart and soul and My mind heart. are all about
0: i've turned into a softy listen to this <laughs>
1: romantic half of myself and i love me a good sad love song (laughs) i love harmonies i'm a sucker i love romantic music oh my god but that's because i was raised in love i practice love and that's my religion of choice unless i'm very angry
0: oh we don't we definitely don't want that
1: yeah (laughs) that's why and that's why i kind of steer clear of hip-hop for the most part myself because it just doesn't reflect my virtues or my values and I can't relate and sometimes, you know, if I'm not sober, I'm especially like very sensitive to like energies and, Mm -hmm. you know, sounds, especially frequencies, like you said, and hip hop is just like, I just feel like y'all are missing all of this. Mm -hmm. Like I just feel so hollow sometimes when I hear certain things well i don't know how y'all do
0: it we you know we love to be different and we love to be random and we can't help it like even if we didn't want to it just is what it is so now we're just gonna make a one or two just random ass predictions about this album but before we do that he just also did an opera last weekend and i thought it was interesting nebuchadnezzar Like you said, he's always been genuine, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter if it was braggadocio, arrogance, whatever, when he was all about watch the throne, it was like, all right, I'm showing up in a gold kilt, like, whatever. Nebuchadnezzar, I don't know the whole story, but it was like this dude that thought he was a shit for seven years. He's like, I'm- He was
1: basically an evil king. I'm
0: all that. Like, I'm God. I'm this. And then, you know, he did Jesus. I am a God. And- You know, there's very strong parallels to the story of Nebuchadnezzar. And so I think, I don't know, but I think that's why he chose that particular Bible story to make an opera. So any predictions about, you know, what's going on with the Jesus is King vibe?
1: Um, I definitely, my my forecast for Jesus is King... um, As far as sales and all that shit, like, I'm not even gonna pay attention to that because I think at this point, while Kanye is still, like, revered and he still makes the news, as far as his recent musical projects, it's only been relegated to people that really fuck with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even gonna talk about, like, billboards or any of that. Um, What I do see, though, in the future is that he is going to expand and he's kind of taking on this messiah kind of thing and um it honestly concerns me mm-hmm. because i feel like there are only two particular paths that a messiah can take or someone that assumes that can take um and history has shown um that it is either a passing,
0: mm. a tragic passing, Jesus.
1: <laughs> or just a level of ascension that leads into being a reclusive
0: person. Mm-hmm. I could see that one. So I Hence feel the ranch,
1: right? So it can go in either way, and I feel like this generation is fucking crazy enough, <laughs> and he is exposing himself enough to where if there isn't some kind of attack on him, eventually it will result in something more extreme, especially seeing as though he's making like all of these environmental strides Mm -hmm. with like the farming and trying to start these communities. And he's aware that- he's trying to help the homeless. Right. We didn't touch on that. All of those things eventually lead into those two options. Like I can't even repeat it again, but Hmm. that's where I see it going.
0: My two really super quick predictions. Um, I don't know if anyone has a tally, but um, if you remember that song he did called Power, mm-hmm. I was floored, and I'm not even a cinephile, mm-hmm. at how many movies use that song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think, you know, people don't realize that they're trying to downplay this album. I think you're going to see some songs from this album in money. some movies. There be money. There will be money, for because sure. Because it's just... It's very, like I said, very spiritual, very um, uplifting.
1: Christmas is coming, so
0: I think you're gonna see it in black movies. You're gonna see it in, you know, um, more mainstream movies. But I, my prediction is that, in keeping with previous works that he's done, you are gonna see commercial music. Mm, I don't see but Maybe they get I th- I'm thinking more movie. I don't know what you know. The movies are gonna be. Imagine <laughs> every
1: hour playing while mom drives into her driveway in her Christmas Ford commercial. Like, come
0: on now. Someone's gonna do something with that. My other really quick prediction is there are some really, because shameless plug, hip hop scriptures. I get so many independent artists and I'm really backed up again. Every time I get to a certain point with my email, it gets backed up again. So, there's a lot of artists I need to go back and give feedback to. There's a film I need to give feedback to. Um, But I try my best to share via Twitter. If it's good enough, I'll share it on the blog Mm -hmm. um, of upcoming artists. And I want to just shout out and say there are a lot of talented artists, um, rappers who are Christian rappers that no one's ever heard of. The reason I'm bringing them up, I think the first time I listened to this album before I could really get into it, I just kind of chuckled and I was like, I know people are in uproar, but this sounds exactly like Kanye West trying to make a gospel album. (laughs) It didn't sound not Kanye and it didn't sound like it wasn't a gospel album, but it sounded like Kanye West trying to make a gospel album. And so because, you know, like you said, the diehards, but there's even some folks that have crossed over, people that do not listen to hip hop, Mm -hmm. that I've seen white, older blacks and others who are like, I can't stop playing this album. Mm -hmm. so I think because of that you know it's all about progress it's not about this album winning a Grammy that's not what you do when you push something forward or when you experiment it's about the progress, the progression so I think you're going to see more really talented Christian rappers try to co-opt or adopt some of what was successful about this album and use it in their own um, work so those are my two quick predictions one thing we wanted to get into, because we talk about it, you know, it's kind of a duh moment, I think, for this podcast. We talk about astrology so much on this show. I was like, let's have a little fun. Neither one of us, disclaimer, are astrologers. Nope. You can definitely find your favorite ones on social media, on YouTube. Um, that is not what we are. We're just having some fun right now. Mm-hmm. But I will say, it seems like more people are now starting to get into things like their natal charts and aspects and, and all that stuff. burning
1: sage and using words like energy and oh other God. things that you don't actually know. So
0: what I'm reading, we're going to have some fun with some of our favorite celebrities, including Kanye's charts, mm-hmm. is just for fun. Let me just say that. Just Let me for Emphasize. Fun. And what I'm reading is just like very skimming the top level. If you want to go deeper into this type of stuff. Google and YouTube is your damn friend, okay? (laughs) So we're going to talk about, and Kimber, feel free to jump in. We're just going to talk about a few things that are in everyone's chart, what they, we think they mean, and where they land in Kanye Omari West chart. Yes. At least from what Google says, assuming Google's telling us the truth. So (laughs) we're going to look at his moon, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. So the moon, you know, learn your chart, people your moon is representative of your emotional self Mm -hmm. and Kimber your moon is
1: Scorpio
0: so So Scorpio (laughs) is the most intense of the signs but I know I I, I kid but I mean I'm not really y'all have y'all heard of Drizzy Drake so Drake's birthday (laughs) is the day after my birthday So, that's where the crazy comes in. But if you want a little bit more of an open door into craziness, my moon, like Drake's, is in cancer. And I think (laughs) the only even similar emotional level of moon signs to Scorpio is Is cancer. cancer. So, God bless y'all for being our listeners and our (sighs) viewers. Um, Kanye, however, his moon is in Pisces. And... Even if your moon is not in Pisces, we all know some Pisces in our life, and they're very special, emotional people. Yeah. And so I'm just going to skim because I'm not an astrologer. Can't say that enough. What Google says about people who have a Pisces moon. So if you are listening and you have a Pisces moon, that is something you have in, in common with Mr. Kanye West. So it says they're constantly picking up on the feelings of others along with the mood and the atmosphere around them. They have an innate ability that allows them to read a crowd. Sounds like Kanye. Easily sensing its emotional highs and lows. Um, Positives of this sign or characteristics of people who have a moon. Its positives are that they are creative, sensitive, empathetic, affectionate, caring, and have a really big imagination.
1: That he does.
0: And the negatives. (laughs) Um, Hmm. I don't think that's a negative, but okay. It says empathy, intuitive, artistic, selfless. Maybe that's a negative. Absolutely. Generous, emotional, um, and quite popular. Oh, now this I've heard from numerous people Hmm. about Kanye. Um, Being a genuine friend to everyone.
1: Huh. Those could be negatives. It all sounds like extremes and excesses. So...
0: So that is his emotional self, because we, we we are best friends with Kanye. So anyway, his Venus is the next thing we're going to talk about. Venus is typically associated with...
1: Love and how you show
0: love. I'm not I'm not divulging mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I think ours is in the same sign.
1: Uh, mine is in Capricorn.
0: Oh, then no.
1: <laughs>
0: mine is in... I'm just going to say mine has a very um, intense... You can guess placement. So Is it Scorpio? (laughs) Yes, and it's Ah. a gift and a curse because not to say anyone else doesn't love hard, but um as a
1: Sagittarius, Scorpio Cusper, it's Scorpio moon and Scorpio rising.
0: Venus and Scorpio people. And this is this is not any type of this is not any type of pat on the back. Shout it's out to Lovely be Chaos because she got a Venus and Scorpio too. Um, people who date Venus and Scorpio, if for whatever reason, God forbid, you break up, they are very difficult to get over. And the reason is because it's a ridiculous, intense type of love. I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's it's bad. And I'm definitely not patting myself it's on them. not good but at but all. Typically, <laughs> and I've seen this with other people, it's very hard for their exes to get over them because... And again, not good or bad. It's just that it's so intense, it's hard to, like, step Withdrawal. back from that. Yeah, no, it's bad. But Kanye's Venus is in Taurus. Which I can't even begin Are you ready to- for this read? So Venus and Taurus, folks, are warmly affectionate, intensely loyal, but also somewhat possessive.
1: I've heard this about
0: mm-hmm. he's the most sensual and t- touchy-feely of all the venus placements to um, think
1: back to those <laughs> pictures with amber on the red carpet
0: <laughs> exactly ah. plentiful this is the word they use plentiful physical contact with those they love is very important to venus and taurus people so mm-hmm. there you go if you're dating someone we just gave you a gift with Venus and Taurus, or if you yourself have Venus and Taurus, now you got the skinny.
1: And if you don't know, you should find out so you can stop yeah. dating. You know,
0: trash if it's just not something you want. You know, um, let's see. And then, funny enough, I don't remember everything, but because of all my Scorpio placements, I will say I know that Mars has a lot to do with your sexual life. I don't know what else Mars has to do with. And Mars is how you react to situations yes. as well. Yes. It's like your temperament like as well as your sexual drive. So Kanye also has Lord he also has his Mars in Taurus. Um, these people have a strong sexuality. This gives them determination and endurance. I'm not going to even touch that, <laughs> gonna touch that one. I'm not going to touch that one. Their energies are focused on acquiring material possessions and wealth. Mm-hmm. They are jealous and possessive by nature in regards to love. Their sex drive is extremely strong. Well, we have four kids. Um, Yeah, it just says that they always need to follow their sexual feelings no matter what. Wow! <clears throat> a lot of stuff in here about sex. Um, They tend to be calm, grounded, and practical with a respect for beauty. They see beauty in life and feel best when they're allowed to sit back and appreciate it. I can see that.
1: Okay.
0: And they're actually, oh, this is I have to say this sentence. Given his, you know, forays into fashion and dressing his wife, they are usually very choosy and specific about their clothes. Okay. That well, is hilarious.
1: Mystery solved, right? I'm telling you. Like, it's good to know. This is
0: all for fun, but it's also very interesting and insightful.
1: Very insightful.
0: Um, Yes. Yeah, so the last thing we're going to talk about... I want vanilla ice cream. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> Jupiter, I just know it's where you find luck. Luck. Mm-hmm. And mine is in Leo. Ugh,
1: mine is in Libra, which means my sun sign. <laughs> I don't know, because I think doesn't. Does Jupiter have anything to do with. Um, I know Saturn is like knowledge and philosophy. Mm hmm. Does Jupiter have anything to do with money?
0: Because if so... That is a good question.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Some
0: professional out there, I'm sure. uh, Let's see. Jupiter symbolizes expansion, largeness, generosity, and luck.
1: Okay.
0: The planet rules the sign, the zodiac sign Sagittarius. Um, His is in Gemini, which is interesting. And real quick... What does that mean? Pushes us to think deeply, encouraging minds to grow. Um, Which he does. Endless curiosity.
1: Which he has. Um,
0: learning and developing thought process. So that's um, our friend. Now we want to have a little bit of fun and not be as deep, but talk about some of our favorite um couples, just non-couples or used-to-be couples. So, going back to, because y'all all want to know about y'all love life. If you want a YouTube video to go off the charts, just do it on how to get love, how to find love, how to heal a broken heart. (laughs) If you just do, like, five videos on that subject, you will probably be, like, having a 100,000 views because that's what everybody is attracted to. mm So, just within astrology, we mentioned earlier, the moon represents your emotional... Self and the Venus sign is like how you are in love and romance
1: so we wanted to look at Jay-Z and Beyonce since they're like you know the power couple that everyone aspires to be
0: except me no shade we're just going off the cuff Jay-Z his moon according to Google because you know sometimes there's misinformation out there to put that disclaimer his moon is in a. Aquarius. No shade to my Aquarius people. But if your moon is in Aquarius and Aquarius is not the most touchy feely emotional sign out there, that seems like a bit of a challenge to your significant other's moon. Their emotional self is in Aquarius. That's all I'm going to say about that. But <clears throat> talk about contradictions. His Venus is, which we talked about earlier is in Scorpio. What did Which I say? Means he will demand what your soul. The exes can't, you can't get over the Scorpio. So Beyonce ain't gonna never ever She's ever gonna ever make ever
1: lemonade iced tea. She gotta make.
0: She can't go nowhere. She's gonna make sweet tea. They this means Venus more. is in Scorpio. So no matter what he does, nobody's gonna love her as intensely. Venus in Scorpio. Beware. Be scared. I don't know. And then Beyonce herself, she's not lacking in the Scorpio either because her moon. I have to pull up a note on y'all while I chit chat. Her moon is in Scorpio. So now we're saying that
1: his love appeals to her most emotional
0: self. Do y'all remember, you remember the 2013 album self-titled Beyonce, right? Yep. Yeah. And she had a song on there called Jealous.
1: Oh, God.
0: And now that song makes so much sense (laughs) because her moon is in Scorpio.
1: I flipping can't. I just, I don't know. I can't get past Jay being the most irritating man I've ever seen in my
0: life. So I wanted to pull up for you guys the fact that her moon matches up with his Venus. Mm -hmm. I should be charging for this information. Ah. If your moon matches up with your significant other's Venus or vice versa, this is the insight I have for you. So the first person's moon in the same sign as the second person's venus the venus person makes the moon so i'm gonna just use their names in this case because jay-z is the one with the venus right jay-z makes beyonce feel comfortable both care a lot for each other both share a lot of values when it comes to a relationship so that was our Oh, her Venus. Her Venus is in Libra. I don't know what that means, but what? Venus is love <laughs> and Libra is balance. So I'm gonna say that, even she, though she looks a for indecision. a balanced approach in her relationships and her romantic life, which is probably why they drive each other crazy. So well, that's Jay Z and Beyonce. If you want more, you can book us. Pink Ladies Talk at Gmail.com. DM for rates. Exactly. (laughs) It'll be $300 an hour. All right. So then on the other end of the spectrum, we have non compatibility. Oh, Lord. So we're going to look at Drake and Rihanna. Why the fuck not? (laughs) People are always talking about Drake. People always talking about Rihanna. They're not talking about them together Rihanna's anymore because she's like, with Hassan. But why the fuck so not? She's still
1: with him. Cause she was From like what the most impossible person. To, Lil Uzi to Vert just declared
0: his love. I you know what? I love Lil Uzi Vert. And let me just say, when he declared his love for her, the way he did it, it was so like, you couldn't just be like, oh. He was like. I'm not quoting word for word, but somebody was interviewing him. He said something along the lines of, I've always had a thing for always love Rihanna, but she would never even like look my way. And it was like, you're right,
1: but it was so sweet. Anyway, that's how they get you.
0: Some of y'all who know just a little bit about Australia are not about to be shocked because <laughs> Rihanna. Now, what's the most aggressive sign out there? Literally ruled by Mars, Aries, Aries. Miss Thing, her moon, which represents her emotional state and her Venus, which is her approach to romance and love life. Both are in Aries. So all of those little eye
1: roll videos we'd be catching and all of those sassy moments, it's
0: explained. I mean, really? Really? Like (laughs) the most, one of the most fiery of the fiery signs. But I mean,
1: thank goodness, because imagine if she was like any other placement with being a Pisces son, that would have
0: been yeah, like, right? so now y'all can understand why Drake, whose moon is in Cancer, like literally Cancer, just so y'all know, is where the moon is at home, right? So if the moon represents emotions, then people whose moon is in Cancer, self included, unfortunately,
1: <laughs>
0: we may not show it all the time or show it in a stereotypical emotional way, but inside. Uh, <laughs> Emotions, 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 emotions. in
1: his, his album. Emotions. Yeah, thank
0: God mm. I'm not a rapper or singer because mm. we too close. Like, our birthdays are a day apart and we both got the Cancer moon. Like, I would just be talking the about
1: <laughs>
0: my ex to work at Waffle House, like Drake. Like, anybody else has that? So
1: boxing about
0: shit that happened 15 years ago. And Drake has something in common with Mr. Jay Z, his Venus. Is in Scorpio. There was no Jesus way crazy. in the hell this was going to work out. Maybe sexually it worked out, but Drake and Rihanna. He would try to control no. her. Absolutely. And she would be like, nope. Not only that. So the Venus and Scorpio, yes, the controlling, the possessiveness, mm-hmm. the moon and cancer. He's crying. He might not be crying out in the open or, or like physically, but he's constantly getting like... <laughs> Rihanna is constantly giving him the two piece. <laughs> so now you have we have given y'all such a gift. I don't even know. I hope you under do you understand what we just gave you? you just I gave you so you much do, insight.
1: And if you don't, I hope you take the time to learn more about it. Cause it helps a lot. It explains a lot. And it's it explains a lot. It just gives you great insight, like those weird tendencies you have that you don't know where they come from. <laughs> if they're not directly from your parents, your signs so I I might have, have some
0: weird to tendencies, them. girl. So. Anyway, sun signs. Fucking not Kimber <laughs> is a Sag, and she wanted to say something wow. about her Sag sister, Nicki Minaj. I never <laughs> want to say
1: anything about nikki That's your sister. Um, No, her and Miley Cyrus Miley has like the exact (laughs) same birthday as me down to the year and it stresses me out it stresses me out because I feel like if I were famous (laughs) to the degree that they were I would be caught doing things like you know maybe being drunk and getting into an Uber or like you know walking out of Popeyes with a little I something can't. maybe at like you know 4 a.m. with like a kid's cone from Hagen <laughs> dazs um but I wouldn't be caught wearing a dildo on stage I not you know um Nikki is I think Ending her dominance in the rap game very what? nicely. Yeah, well she's, or, like, married she's now. trying to write. Like she's trying to settle into her life. Um and I can respect that. <laughs> but she I can why that. was she when did she have but some But She's had to like curse some people out lately. <laughs> And, you know, like, she's doing, like, a lot of these little pigeon cooings over at Queen Radio. I can't. And I wanted to stop. I wanted to stop. You
0: know? I just... I don't know. Well, I mean, she... So she had a thing, I guess, with Wendy Williams, which a lot of people lately have had a thing with Wendy Williams. And I don't know (laughs) how,
1: because Wendy hardly has anything left for herself by the looks of her. Well, she
0: definitely went in on her show, uh, Wendy Did, about... Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even know what the context was but she was going off about Nikki's husband, his um, oh, yeah. she criminal history shots at him about yeah. him
1: being a pedophile and her brother being a pedophile right. and this that, and the other but your husband or well now ex-husband slash pimp <laughs> because that's essentially what you were because he had you sitting up on your show in that big ass chair that you have to climb onto with your scraggly legs I can't <laughs> like I just can't I can't with her like she's so fucking ridiculous you can barely stand on your own and you're sitting around here talking about how you gave this man every hole including <laughs> producer credit on your show and now he's out here you know with a whole new baby someone that he actually doesn't seem to mind being seen in public with and you're talking about Nikki purchasing her husband uh- at least she has the upper hand, mm-hmm. I
0: think. You well, know? <laughs> yeah, so she went off about that, and then I don't know what the cadence is of Queen Radio. So, whenever the it's next just... episode is, people are wondering if Nikki's gonna address Cash Doll. If you don't know who Cash Doll is, she's a rapper out of Detroit. Um she, she in the past had words with Cardi. First time I remember, I remember exactly where I was when this happened. Cardi got the C the C. I can't talk. I haven't drank anything. It's been a today. weird. Cardi got weird the key. Thing. The key to the city of Detroit. And when I saw it, I was like, that's kind of crazy. Huh? She's I would from think like if New anything, York. Why would she get the key? Barry so Cardi should get the key. Had an issue with that. She's like all the stuff I've been doing and like, you know, because she's been on her, she's been steady, whatever, on the come up, and I've seen her with Meek Mill. I think I posted that to our story once.
1: There's just something about Cash Doll that I just have. What well, anyway? I just have a strong, <laughs> they buried like the hatchet. I don't know why? <laughs> so she was at a club. She looks Car- like she plays for the
0: NBA. I can't. How tall is Cash? Anyway. We get back to the point. So her and Nikki, her and Nikki, Jesus, her and Cardi buried the hatchet. And shortly thereafter, some Barb was like, oh, she in the club with Cardi. I don't know. Something went off in their brain and was like, let me see if she's still following Nikki. And then it was, oh my gosh, she unfollowed Nikki just because she was hanging out with Cardi. And short, short version of events, Cash Di went online was like, I did not unfollow Nikki because I was hanging out with Cardi. We didn't even discuss any other females and we did not discuss Nikki I unfollowed her two weeks ago because allegedly because we haven't seen any screenshots and cash doll was very non-specific and vague but allegedly Nikki came in her dms being why I don't know what that means because no one would be shocked at this point I mean she is a Sagittarius right By anything (laughs) that (laughs) that Nikki would say. So it's kind of like either tell us what she said, screenshot it. It just seems like with her having a project coming out, a lot of people are thinking this is a way to get more. Arkeisha. That's her real name? Arkeisha. A-, a K and Arkeisha Antoinette, but it does for me. I was just like Let's very. See I'm still very is. neutral, but it does mm-hmm. seem a little bit odd to randomly say that Nikki came at you crazy without showing us what she said or telling us what she said, and knowing that Nikki, like we just said, mm-hmm. is very prone to going on Queen Radio. She's a Pisces, but Nikki's not Casual. stupid. Oh lord! So I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki. This is not a prediction. I'm just saying. I would not be surprised if Nikki doesn't mention it because she's not stupid. Nikki may be in a lot of things, but when it comes to like these types of situations, I think she realizes this girl has a project coming out. She just told the world that I came at her crazy, once again, did not produce receipts. So actually I would be doing her a favor if I talk about this.
1: I mean, I feel like she's show. gonna talk about it anyway. She's gonna say, you know, like these bitches are out here saying that you know, they unfollowed me. And, you know, I mean, it's fine. I'm over here with my husband. And, you know, why are you bitches so pressed? Like, I can only imagine what the tangent's She's gonna so be. Like I can only imagine what the fuck the tangent's gonna be. Well. It's exhausting. Like, why do we care? Why do we fucking care? Because people are like drama rappers, <laughs> Like, you're not in their social or financial circle. So. Oh. Talking about no. it as though you
0: are. Come on now, you know. Make. The barbs, the beehive. The barbs
1: that what is don't buy call? the albums. What do they call? I don't know. The champagne flutes, since he's the champagne pop. know
0: these people the drizzy, are drizzy very stands? much invested in their idols.
1: Well, don't forget about your own fucking life. And buy their albums if think, it's really that real.
0: That, I'm not even talking about anybody famous. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that I'm that like that? I care that much to be like, oh God, what's going on? I don't think. I'm so. not saying that's a good. thing <laughs> just, I, In typical Libra fashion, I'm just I very mean, you're detached. A parent. You're a parent. I don't even be on their social. First of all, my youngest um, child, we just, we're very much alike. And so even though other people, probably his dad too, are just like, dude, why do you have accounts that you don't have us connected to? I get it. Cause he told me straight he's like, I'm not trying to be connected to family. And I'm like, yo, I <laughs> you got a fence, I got a Finsta. We don't have to be connected. Oh my God, I can't. And then my other one that you know, mm-hmm. on a much better basis, is not on social like that. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get his paper and plan. He probably got his retirement planned already. So. Again, prioritize, man. I don't, and they, they came in. I can take some of that credit, but that's, that's who they are as people. Mm -hmm. So I don't, if, if, if maybe they were active like that, then maybe I would, but like, I haven't even been active lately. So I don't freaking know, man. I'm just detached. And also, you know, what's funny we're talking about hip hop. It's not just the fact that I'm not listening to hip hop that I'm more at peace and all that stuff. I feel like it's not a coinky dink that I'm also so much more detached than I usually am mm-hmm. from social media. As I'm taking in all this music, I'm feeding my brain and my soul. Mm-hmm for another show um speaking of brains and souls and craziness and drama and people being invested so ti oh i don't even know smartest GED. i don't even want to spend a lot of time on this
1: (laughs) i fucking i will just
0: tell y'all this i did see because I wasn't like on social like that, but I did see posts here and there, so I got the gist of it. Mm-hmm. I got the gist of what he said. I got the gist that he clearly embarrassed his daughter um, and said things that taken literally or even not taken literally, but everyone was taken literally. Um, highly inappropriate, mm-hmm. not just inappropriate, but like you know invasion of privacy. I feel like every human, no matter what your color, where you come from, if you have a disability, everybody deserves a certain amount of dignity. There's just a basic amount of human dignity that I hope I embody and I impart to other people. And no matter what someone is going through or where they are in life, you give them that. Yep. So I don't think it was just so much about him saying, you know, I go to the gyno with my daughter and she's 18. She's you know technically an adult. And I I do a check to on her hymen to make sure she's still a virgin. I think it goes beyond being embarrassed. So disgusting. It goes beyond being embarrassed. It goes beyond being humiliated. That's just to me a you're kind of taking away from her her human dignity. She's a human being (sighs) first, right? So Mm. even if she was a boy and there was such a thing that was similar, you're tapping away at her dignity
1: she's not like some horse that you're breeding or some shit like that right and it just it, it just sounds incestuous it sounds but creepy i like i get that the tone and the way in which it was said because it's one thing to read it for sure because when you read it it's all like,
0: i did was read it what for the like fuck? the first however however long this has been going on up until today and yeah. it was by accident. I wasn't even looking for it. Yeah. I only read it. I did not see any video. I didn't hear any audio. Right. I only read it. And then I was watching something that happened to touch on it. And they had the clip from the podcast. And I, before we get into that, mm-hmm. the first thought I had, and even my son called me about it, because I was like under a rug. I was laying on this couch. <laughs> Meditating or zoning, doing what I normally do. He was like, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, "What? I haven't seen the. I don't know. I don't care." He's like, "No, I want to know your opinion. Like, tell me." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Boy, okay. So now that I've seen the clip, put Ti to the side for a second. What really stood out to me and bothered me. We are very opinionated <laughs> on this mm-hmm. show. We've had guests on the show. We've said things that people don't like. It's people watching." Last season's finale, that's still pissed and off about some of the stuff we said. We don't fucking care. We don't feel about it. So, there's no way we would have been interviewing any man, celebrity or not, and him say what T.I. said and us not at the very least clarify. If we didn't do anything else, I would have thrown up a little bit. I would have clarified before, you know, jumping to conclusions because I want to make sure I understand. Yeah. And even if we were somehow not thrilled with how we responded in the moment because we've all done things and said things in the moment that we go back damn I should have said this especially if it's an argument I know I'm like that mm. I should have said this I should have said that or that was the or younger me just I up. wouldn't do that now mm. now I would try to come peacefully but oh Chi Chi
1: <laughs>
0: should have talked about her mom but no so point being the fact that these women were laughing. Yeah, you could definitely be like, I don't understand why they were laughing if you just read it. But if you watch the clip, I kind of get why they were laughing at the beginning, but as the conversation went on, I didn't understand why they were laughing because there were things that he said after the fact that I would have stopped and been like, "Huh? Wait, wait a minute. Am I understanding you properly? <sighs> make it make sense." But they just continued to laugh.
1: And this is why and they deleted the show. <laughs>
0: I don't know where I'm going to be five years from now, a year from now, two years from hell, three Mm -hmm. months from now. But if I'm on somebody's platform and they pull up a clip of this show and they're like, so what did that mean? So, like, why were you laughing or why did you say that? Either I'm going to defend it or I'm going to say, hmm, you know what? My views have changed since then, but this is why I said what I said. But don't y'all pumped out twice. You had an opportunity to have a very interesting dialogue because as crazy as what he said was, like Kimber said, especially if you read it, maybe it came from a good place. Some people would say that it did now that the clip is out, right? A lot of people did. A lot but of people you were could, saying that that's been a teaching moment.
1: that's this and that. That
0: could have been a teaching moment. And instead of making a teaching moment and standing up for women and trying to understand, well, where are you coming from, dude? And maybe we have an opportunity to educate you. They didn't do that. They just continued to laugh. And then when the shit hit the fan, they deleted the whole podcast. (laughs) Like, really? And this
1: is why, for one, the way they went about it is just very reflective on where women are in media. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck how feminist you are or how you feel or where you think we should be. This is where we are because we'll sit in a room where women are being discussed in a certain manner that's frankly fucked up. There's no other way to put it. I don't give a fuck if it's a joke. I don't care what the intention was. I always stress that there has to be some tact. There has to be some kind of, some things just aren't fucking necessary. Mm -hmm. Why, I don't care if you're like, you know, doing that dumbass shucky jivey humor that everyone loves so much where you're like oh yeah I'll go with my daughter and I'll check her pussy when she goes to the doctor like it doesn't sound good yeah but when you as a woman can sit in a room and just allow a, a man to say something like that and laugh along with it that's exactly why We are where we are in media and everything else, because somewhere inside the people that are given those platforms are innately still going along with shit like this, Mm -hmm. where you can't keep up with a room full of men having a discussion. So you'll either sprinkle in dumb, useless shit like Angela Yee tends to do. (sighs) Or you'll tee-hee-hee, ha-ha-ha, like these silly hoes did. And, it mis- and then what happens? It turns into a spectacle. Mm-hmm. You guys look like a bunch of backpedaling bitches that can't stand in your shit. And even just clarify it and say he was saying it in a joking manner we understand that this may have been triggering for some people blah 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 didn't they even have the that presence in of statement. Mind to do that.
0: they said that in, a statement I after bet it they, in their statement after you know? it was deleted
1: i bet it wasn't their statement i bet their pr person wrote that maybe and the fact that you know no one had the presence of mind to handle it right then and there or see that this could potentially especially in this climate where everyone's so particular that it could just spiral into something crazy. It's like,
0: I'm just, all I can do is just, you know,
1: just hit my
0: Oprah. Just, just on a personal note, like (laughs) a lot of my closest friends, like people that I don't even live like in the same state with Mm -hmm. them anymore have come out of conversations that started off being very much about conflict (laughs) Yeah, I said something or did something. They said something or did something. And we did not see eye to eye. And we went into a room or we went to a bar or we went wherever. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing at my reminders. Um, <laughs> In all this neurosis, I take care of certain things, okay? Okay. No, but... um. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe it's a lot of the my intensity as a person or whatever, but I actually appreciate a difference of opinion. And I find that there's a lot of beauty in the back and forth, as long as you keep it respectful. Right. And in my personal situation, like I said, a lot of my closest friends, we started out like this right? and then, you know, I've held their babies. I've been at their engagement parties. I've met their parents. Um, So I am more so disappointed and a little bit sad because if you have a platform like that, um, one of the ladies from the show is Miguel's wife. So I'm sure that lent itself to growing an audience pretty quickly. So you have a pretty decent sized platform to have turned that into a teaching moment. So even though they deleted it, you know, We're all like on this journey of growth. I hope that they learned from that. I hope they don't have the same tactics in the future. You never know who your guest is going to be or what the hell they're going to say. And I hope they don't be afraid to like turn it into a teachable moment. And
1: just fucking read and pay attention because it wasn't so long ago that abortion laws were being changed or at risk of changing. Mm -hmm. And then you're sitting here giggling about some man talking about. You know his daughter like she's a geisha and he's about to put her pussy up for bids like it's not
0: like just use your fucking brain and that was one of the unintended consequences i don't know the details mm-hmm. but you know people were kind of foreshadowing it like oh my god do you know how many crazy men are gonna try to come after her now and sure enough she deleted i don't know if she deleted but she either Deactivated mm-hmm. some of her social media. She unfollowed her dad. She yeah. was liking comments where people were saying he was possessive and controlling. And God only knows I mean, what I was told was that it went crazy. Her social yeah. media went crazy. Yeah. So God only knows what type of crazy messages, you and know, these the, perverts were putting in her DMs.
1: Right. And then the sexual history that you have with your wife that's very public knowledge, you have no business to be worried about what your daughter's doing when your wife as well as you aren't exemplifying how she should be treated by someone when she does enter those sexual experiences mm-hmm. like just get the fuck on And you know for someone that goes around with a thesaurus and a dictionary under either arm pretending to be so educated and enlightened and this and that it's like you just don't you're not you're actually not because if you had some presence of mind you wouldn't have said it that
0: way mm-hmm.
1: if, if that's how you meant to say it you wouldn't have said it that way you know you could have said oh yeah I'm keeping my eye on her or oh yeah you know I don't let her go out with just we anybody we talk about we talk about all the it, time but to go it. as far as to just like you reached you, you stretched you were doing aerobics and now you look stupid
0: mm-hmm.
1: now you look stupid
0: so one thing I'll say to end on that is mm-hmm. just like some of the other people and stuff we talked about Hopefully, there was learning the hard way.
1: I don't know. What could have been learning (laughs) the easy
0: way could have happened transpired on the podcast. But since it got put in the court of public opinion... God. He had to learn the hard way. And I do think... And I didn't watch it. Sorry, I will watch it because I do love Jada Pinkett's show. But I did not watch the Red Table Talk, so I only saw a clip of that also. It was very... um, it's worth watching. That's what I will say. I don't want to give anything away because I don't want people to give our stuff know. away. But if you watch that, I will say Jada spoke in a way to him that needed to. he needed to be spoken to. I'm not trying to give it away, but I'm trying to tell you. Watch it. And There's justice. There was basically. something that came out of that. that you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, no matter how fucked up he was, that's still his daughter. That's their family. I'm not in their family. Ho- as long as there's progression from this and learning on his part, that's the most important thing. And
1: I hope it brings awareness that people need to be more considerate of how women are viewed and treated and discussed Mm -hmm. because it wasn't too long ago that there was like a viral video of a woman being raped in a club and no one did anything. Those kinds of things like this kind of incident where he carelessly threw that out there It brings me back to that, like how endangered we Mm -hmm. are just because of how we're made. So if anything, if there's anything to take away from it, it should be that as well.
0: And I don't know if it's more reporting or if it's literally a a ridiculous increase in women being abducted by Uber drivers. I didn't even go out last weekend Mm -hmm. just because, you know, timing... Change and I personally, I was like, I don't want to be in an Uber coming back at X time a yeah, night. There's like a spike in sex trafficking as of late. That's and I'll important. be honest, there's been at least twice here in New York City before Uber was as big of a thing as it was now where I was in danger in my cab. Mm-hmm. I will never forget, I was living in Washington Heights, cab driver apparently lived in Queens. And the only reason I knew that he lived in Queens is because he told me he was taking me to Queens. And I'm like, can you just take me home? And he, it's, I was beyond mortified. Um, I don't even remember what I said. Probably said somebody was waiting up for me or whatever, but eventually I did make it home, but I had to go back and forth with him. And the other time it happened Believe it or not, I was in freaking Naples. I was in Naples, Italy.
1: Hmm.
0: And the cab driver told me that he didn't say anything racial, but there was like undertones. He was basically like, no one's going to come looking for you. Oh, fuck. No one's going to believe that I did this if I take you to, to a hotel. Or I can do whatever oh, the fuck God. I want, basically is what he said with his Italian accent. Oh, and I went God. back and forth with this man for a oh. good 20 minutes and I had kept, it's not like I said anything different. I just mm-hmm. kept offering him, I'm like, whatever I owe you, I will pay you 50 euros on top of that if you will just let me get out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he finally, and I bolted out of there, let me out. That's just two of my experiences. And those aren't even the only ones, but those were the ones that were the most terrifying. So now we have Uber, which in my opinion is worse mm-hmm. than a taxi. Cause you know, people can do sinister shit but with a taxi it's like a taxi commission and there's all this and uber's kind of like this fly by night faceless company because if you've ever had an uber dispute and you felt like you need to talk to someone good luck Mm -hmm. it's a series of do this on the app and do this email and wait three days and all this nonsense there's not a person right? I can call Mm 311 right now and give you the taxi ID ID and license plate and as much as we like to take Ubers instead of taxis, I'm not saying one is safer than the other, but it Mm -hmm. does make me less faithful (laughs) in them as an organization being that you can never connect to a person and it's just, oh, well you know, their car passed the test that we have and so now Mm -hmm. they can pick people up at random. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, I'm gonna be a grandma this season. Unless I'm out with one or more people and we're going to the same place, you will not see me out this holiday season as you have in previous holiday seasons. Unless we all get in the room. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna I've be out definitely there by myself. I've been
1: a mixy charlatan in recent weeks, but my birthday week is officially over.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking water, not alcohol. Turn so up! That's that on that. <laughs> Mm. So your birthday tomorrow's the first day of December. We got thirty something days left of this crazy year. Mm-hmm. I'm sometimes I wonder if people just say stuff, you know, to to feel like there's camaraderie. But I do feel like 20. I was so excited about 2019. Me too. <laughs> at the end of 2018, and this year has been very difficult for me. Starting, it wasn't that it was difficult in January because I but feel there like a were, lot
1: of good things happened for us
0: this yes, year. Yes. But individually on asked. a personal note, oh. things happened mm-hmm. in January that seemed
1: mm-hmm.
0: great and seemed what they. not only did they turn out not to be what they said they were, and I'm not talking about a person, I'm talking mm-hmm. about a situation, just mm-hmm. so you know, this has nothing to do with my love life. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an, a, a promise, I'll put it that way. I don't want to get into too many details. And that fell through. And not only did that fall through, mm-hmm. it put me in a very bad situation that I'm still having to deal with right now and I didn't go looking for the situation I didn't offer myself up someone came to me and said hey here's something we think mm. um would be great for you so that basically is, is, is crazy I didn't think about it till the other day it basically affected my entire year my mood my vibration frequency energy whatever you want to call it this show pretty much saved my life (laughs) having this as an outlet, Mm -hmm. given what was going on in the background. And then my family life has actually been very blessed, um, but it was also a lot of work, um, not in a bad way, but just a lot of support um, that I had to give, especially over the summer. So with all that being said, I'm cautiously optimistic <laughs> about 2020 given that I was so excited because 2018 had a lot of challenges so I was like oh yes 2019 new year blah 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 and like mm-hmm. you said we have had a lot of great moments and successes the cypher being one of, one of the biggest ones yeah, and sure. people asking when are we are gonna do another one yeah when mm-hmm. we get a crew of 20 people <laughs> it, yeah. it, it couldn't have turned out better
1: mm-hmm.
0: the turnout and shout out to Dear Lovely Chaos who was an integral part of all the work behind the cypher. And Julia,
1: the curly flower. Yes,
0: Julia, which she will be on our next episode as we close out this year. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Julia doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It was a lot of work. (laughs) So what do we want to leave? And that was through the first
1: retrograde.
0: Oh yeah, there was a retrograde. I forgot about that. There was a
1: retrograde while we were planning that and throughout from October 31st to the 20th of November there was another retrograde Hmm. so there's been tons of like and um I mean I generally don't discuss this with everybody I discuss this with people that are (laughs) you know in line and aware like myself um but I'll share this with you guys um because you know sure we have some people that can relate or understand. If you feel like um, these past few months have been challenging or things just haven't felt quite right or you've been inclined to do certain things, whatever it is, mine has been to just surround myself with certain people, as cliche as it sounds, um, and just kind of, you know, like repel and move away from certain types of Mm -hmm. people and things along those lines, just get out of situations that don't necessarily add anything to my life. Or even if they're just, you know, neutral, whether they don't add or necessarily take away anything, those things I'm also giving space as well. Whatever you're inclined to do or whatever you feel like you need to do, do it. Um, I think that it's definitely been that kind of Time. Um, If you're like noticing a lot of things like names or numbers popping up repeatedly, Mm -hmm. pay attention to those things. Um, It's just been that kind of uh, past few months. But at the top of the year, I definitely had like a very high energy. And like I kept saying to Chi Chi as well as like some of my closest friends, I'm like, I just have a really good feeling about this year. And um, I was right, too. Um, you know I got my artist residency shout out to OMR Like I was busy I learned that my art could be in demand and make money I learned a lot Um, and I've experienced a lot and I've expanded a lot since getting rid of certain connections that I realize now were pretty much blocking me from Mm -hmm. doing what I need to do Um, and getting closer to you know, my purpose in life, which weirdly I always knew, but somehow came back around full circle, like almost over 15 years later. Wow. Um, in addition to that, um, for 2020, I feel like it's going to be just a continuation of what we've already put in place for ourselves, be it, you know, whatever projects we do together going forward as well as for us individually. Um, so I can't say it's like a, like a high, super cheery energy that I have coming into this year. It's more of like a steady certainty and a confidence. Like like I could bet my fucking life that 2020 is gonna be the shit. Um, but I do have some requests.
0: Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. For things
1: certain <laughs> things to stay in 2019, starting with the tongues. Put them back in your mouth, especially if oh when you God. do it, it's not cute. And especially <laughs> if your tongue is very white, Oh, my put it back God. in yeah. your mouth.
0: You got to brush that, honey.
1: Put it back in your mouth and
0: stay the away twerking from brand products
1: on my screen, <laughs> on my screen. You know, like I do what I can <laughs> to where Instagram doesn't suggest certain things for me anymore other than cats, nails, you know, Pictures of like super tiny things that are in tiny I houses. Can't, I like cannot. I like to watch people cook <laughs> it's tiny such food. A weirdo. <laughs> like, you know, anime shit like that. <laughs> like I don't see much else. But um, we have like children <laughs> on video, snatching off wigs oh and cursing and putting them back on. We have, you know, just so many things that give. People outside of our community, the satisfaction of knowing that we'll never be anything else and Mm -hmm. they don't have to expect anything else of us because we don't have anything else to offer. I hope you're open to that. Like, Mm. I hope you're open to, you know, because I'm concerned personally because I'm always, I'm someone that's always thinking about what I have to do in the moment, presently, and tomorrow, as well as years from now. I see myself being someone that has an established career of my choosing and a successful future and eventually a successful lineage Mm -hmm. that will contribute to our overall existence on this planet. So if you can't think as far as the douce that you're about to drink or whatever the fuck and you can't think about the next job interview like going and not having on like a Fashion Nova fit and false (laughs) lashes, like if you can't, if you don't have like an actual plan in place that will solidify your place in a society that's changing rapidly, like I'd like you to just consider that.
0: Amen. I think, um, well, two things that you said that stood out to me, that we are in a time (laughs) personally and collectively where things are changing rapidly. And so you have to be able to adapt. You have to be nimble. And you gotta... If you don't have a master's degree. <laughs> I don't have something. a master's degree. Not
1: everyone does. But you see, you have resources, <laughs> talent. You know, <laughs> you're not going to go to a job no. interview with like orange eyeshadow and... No. You know, but what lean down say. to your ankles.
0: No, not to the interview. But... <laughs> What I was going to say was because of that, mm-hmm. not only do you have to be nimble and, and be able to adapt, but you have to be constantly kind of put, putting new things in your toolbox.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just to survive and thrive. So hopefully everybody's trying to survive and thrive, right?
1: Because you don't have to do it in a traditional way. Right. I by no means have taken the beaten path. <laughs> as smart as people say I am, I refuse to... People
0: think that I have a master's degree. But
1: right. That's... Exactly. I've... <clears throat> Put people through school doing <laughs> homework for money. I, I listen. You school don't have to do not traditional. Family. It's not, <laughs> but you still have to be conscious. You can still educate yourself. Yeah, like oh my
0: god, God. And the other thing I was going to say that mm-hmm. you kind of touched on. um So. I, I'm not going to preach to anybody because people are going to do what they want. They're going to think what they want. But all I'm going to say is this. If you <laughs> make decisions about your love life, think, try to think. Try to think long term. That's all I ask. You can do whatever you want. You can have fun, have those benders. We all have nights that you know still live in infamy with, amongst our friends, self-included. <laughs> but think down the road right and if you're a man and you're trying to get somebody who has it going on and that's all I'm saying <laughs> has uh-huh. all the attributes that you want then you have to come with something more than the basic you know sexuality and well I, all the superficial the money mm-hmm. all the superficial stuff um I think we get on women a lot for that, but I'm seeing and experiencing a lot of this from men who meet me out and about and think that because they have a certain amount of money or they have other attributes or they look a certain way, that that's I it. never said there like, was a price enough. tag yeah. on me. So think long term mm-hmm. and think about the connection you have with people, friends and otherwise. And based on those connections, especially in the romantic area, okay, can I build something with this person? Because even if you're that man who's just like, I don't really care. I'm just trying to get something off. I'm just trying to get as many, you know, beautiful women as I can in my life. At some point, everybody reaches that point where they're just like, okay, now what? And I have... You know, an older relative who is now sitting back like, oh, dang, all my friends are celebrating anniversaries. And I'm really seeing the value in being with your best friend, your wife or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's why that exists. (laughs) That's what it's about. It's not about all the notches on your belt and stuff like that. So, you know, whatever your lifestyle, that's up to you. But. You know, if I saw these types of people 10, 15 years down the line be happy, I wouldn't even be having this discussion. Right. But that's not what I'm seeing. Right.
1: So... And I'm looking at a lot of y'all and I could see it's gonna be even shorter for some... (laughs) It might not even be fucking 15 years between scamming and whatever else the hell y'all do in lean and whatever else. It's looking more like 5 to 10. I can't. to touch on... (laughs) You know, the relationship aspect as someone that isn't particularly dying to have children, to put it as lightly as I can, and as someone that isn't particularly dying to be married, um, there is still something to be considered when it comes to um, just dealing with people, especially in that intimate way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been the person for the longest time that's always said, Oh, yeah, I know he's full of shit, but let <laughs> me roll these dice. Let's go down this fucking hole. Let's see where it goes. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. It's taxing, it's exhausting, and you'll find that a lot of experiences pale in comparison to who and what you are. Mm-hmm. And each time you spend some of yourself on something that's less than you, it's going to take away from you. And I've always hated those fucking like cliché sayings and all that boring shit. I always thought it was boring. I still think it's boring, but it's 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 true.
0: Absolutely. And what I would like us to leave in 2019 collectively is overusing Words We were talking about this before we started taping. So if I call you and say, I love you. And then, you know, the next day I'm like, I love you. And then you see me in person. I'm like, I love you. It kind of like loses (laughs) its depth. It loses its meaning. It's kind of like, all right, yeah, I get it. You love me, right? So I just feel like, you know, in our quest as women to have more respect and things like that, we can't just throw the same word at any problem or anything we don't agree with. Like misogyny, of mm-hmm. course, is something that exists. It's something to take note of. It's something to hopefully
1: End. heal, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying, like, y'all just throw the word at anything. Sprinkling it like it's... Anything. Soft. He don't like... Me. Beyonce's new song. He's a misogynist. Uh, You know, he only gave me a $3 yeah, tip because of misogyny. Call. Like, um, it loses its meaning <laughs> when you are literally throwing it at every situation that has to do with a man and something you don't like man, something I don't like must be misogyny. Like, quit that shit. <laughs> Please stop. Okay? Yeah. You can't even get any progress. No one's gonna listen to you when you're constantly saying the same shit. Throwing the same acronyms, words, or whatever. And where it's no not validity. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Like, just... And misogyny is just a word that For I example. picked, but there's many more energy you know who you are
1: loyalty (laughs) all the words that taste like candy to y'all that y'all just love to swirl
0: around and num 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 and in 2020 i want to see and uh, (laughs) some of y'all social justice warriors and people that just swear y'all on the right side of every damn issue oh god yelling and just calling people Terms and names I would just like to see more progressive and nuanced discussions right. amongst people who don't see I right. we have beat that's one thing I feel like all of 2019 we have beat that to death mm-hmm. you're this you're a vet but you there's don't like, no education you know,
1: it's just like well right there's so we no just explanation as to why i would be considered whatever you're calling me because i don't agree with or know what you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know there's none of that so let's try to empathize and it is
0: interesting there are yeah. some times where you see people get finally cut through that i've seen it on twitter and they're like oh i didn't realize oh well thank you for educating me but they started off like this mm-hmm. but that's far and few between mm-hmm. I don't know man it's like
1: communication is a big thing mm-hmm. um, usage is a big thing because words mean things and words especially for me lately anyone that knows me personally I'm low-key like a what witch have you
0: improved
1: and I I like anytime I just say something things wheels will start to spin so be careful with what you say has
0: your communication evolved this year
1: Considerably, you know, <laughs> um, I have my moments where I'm very much, you know, I still have to assess. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to consult. Shout out to my near dear true blue friends, Vanessa, Char. You like I, I have people that I consult with, my dad. Oh, when I'm about to lose my fucking marbles, I will call my hey father <laughs> and get that weigh in because sometimes I need at least six other brains to think <laughs> first before I react. Um so yeah, and, and a lot of it is um also knowing like like I arrive at a lot of conclusions mm-hmm. each day because I'm always talking to myself and I'm always having like these inner dialogues and like these random like downloads and moments of like, you know, like, oh, Eureka, like, wow. And um, it's more so about applying those things that I learned. Mm-hmm. So I'm always telling people anytime they call me and they're like, Kim, this person did this and this and that, I'm like, well, try and look at why they're doing what they're doing and not so much what they're doing. Right. So those are things that I'm applying to myself And I'm looking at myself when I react the way I do or when I feel the things I feel. And if I can like pin it down, that helps a whole lot better when, you know, deciding whether to communicate or not.
0: Mm hmm. Well, I definitely um, two things you mentioned your dad. So my dad, I haven't necessarily been (laughs) going to him for advice, but. Mm -hmm. And they say you fall for people that are like your dad, like.
1: I'm my waiting. dad has <laughs> no this.
0: Like, wait well, first of all, I told y'all, my dad's from Houston. So, mm-hmm. first of all, he has this drawl. Oh. So, there's that. Then he has this very distinctive voice. So, I, I'm like, anytime I talk to my dad, I just fall back into being like this baby. I'm mm-hmm. like automatically comforted mm-hmm. by the sound of his voice. And so, I've been communicating with him more frequently than I have in the past. And I've noticed that in addition to some other stuff we mentioned, that has softened me. Hmm. I am just his baby, his little girl, like whatever. And, you know, he shares a lot of things with me, sometimes just randomly. (laughs) Sometimes we're talking about certain subjects and I'm like, oh, okay, Hmm, that's an interesting perspective, especially from an older man, you Mm -hmm. know. And then um, just on a personal level, like, yes, this year was probably the one the most that I evolved with my communications, having to be sensitive to family members going through different things and like you know you can't just say things a certain way when you see someone is going through something so it's like I need to get this message to them without disrupting you know the space that they're in right now Mm -hmm. and making it worse Mm -hmm. and then I have become not just with the male species but like with everybody I have become much 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 more vulnerable um Mm. And, and with you, like I just a year ago, like I don't think I would have seen the value in that, and because I always have to you know i at least I had it in my head or I right. played the role of well, no i I have to be the one that's there for everybody else, and mm-hmm. so I can't put the burden on my friends mm-hmm. and tell them that I'm losing my mind or I'm going through this right, so I'm very thankful for that, so. We talk about stuff that we try to apply, and I think for the most part successfully apply to ourselves, so we're not just wagging our fingers at y'all.
1: Nope. We've been through the trenches, more so her, she (laughs) is, you know, way more far along in life than I'll probably ever be. I see myself with cats and plants, but, you know, she's got children and the whole nine, so... It's not just hot air. It's not just you know like Joe Budden. Um, you know we're not just Joe Buddening out here. We like can't. We're actually speaking and just sharing and
0: holding ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. I think that's the scariest thing about a lot of folks who have platforms. The people that love to keep it one hundred don't actually. When keep you fuck up, just say that you fucked up.
1: <laughs> like.
0: Why is that have, so hard? Because
1: <laughs> they don't have confidence in themselves, and I think that's what it is. I guess and it's important that you cultivate that too in 2020 and just life in general, mm-hmm. because then you'll find out who you really are and who you're supposed to be, and you'll find it harder to be easily swayed by the things that are swaying in our face.
0: Well, I would like to see within the realm mm-hmm. of black stories. The reason I'm saying stories Mm. some people make movies, some people make, as Kimber's art was featured in, some people make web series Mm -hmm. some people do short stories, blogs, books Um, I've been reading a lot, I have not seen the movie, but I've been reading a lot of thoughts that people have about the movie Queen and Slim Mm -hmm. it is, from what I can tell from the outside looking in, haven't seen it Mm -hmm. a black love story Mm -hmm. Um, there does seem to be elements of police brutality and stuff like that and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but you know when you think of just Hollywood movies regardless of the color of the characters you think of and I didn't even see this movie but I just Mm -hmm. thought it was a classic movie that movie with um, Meg Ryan I think and tom hanks is it you've got there's i don't know i'm mixing them up there's one movie called you've got mail mm-hmm. and then there's another yeah, movie that called
1: ryan and tom hanks i love sleepless tom in seattle mm-hmm.
0: there's pretty woman mm-hmm. there's all these like classic rom- romance coms. yeah <laughs> some of them are rom-coms and some of them are just straight up rom i mean i still i'm probably the only woman that hasn't seen the notebook but people say i need to see have you seen it the Notebook. They're like, oh my God, how could you not? That's like the best love story ever. And I'm like, the title's oh, not yeah, doing no, it for notebook, me, but apparently notebook, it's like everything. was like
1: drilled into my brain really? when I was working at Dry Bar. They played it I every summer. I need to summer. catch up. It's rough. I would You'll like cry. to see
0: more. And uh, take it anywhere. Put it on a web series. Put it in a movie. I just want to see black love stories. That's it. Mm. Black man black woman, no police involved, <laughs> no trauma, no struggle, like struggles but like from a relationship standpoint. At least not standpoint. Slave right. for a change. Thank you. Like just like, you know, our relationship struggles. Another, I'm trying to understand give you. Give us another Their Eyes are Watching God or something just, to that degree. I didn't even see that movie, so. But you I just should. want to see like straight up love stories. Um... One thing I will say, because now that I said the word love stories, y'all know, I've talked about it on the show before. One of my favorite movies that I usually watch around the holidays, oddly enough, is Claudine Mm -hmm. with Diane Carroll. Mm -hmm. Now the late Diane Carroll. I just finished reading her autobiography. I have always loved her. Talked about that on the show. And we really lost someone regal especially from the African-American community, but from the Black woman community. Mm-hmm. And I cried. Like, that was my auntie when she passed in October, early October. And they only just recently had the memorial because um, Holly Robinson Pete shared some, some notes or thoughts from attending it um, on Twitter. But, I mean... There was no, there was stuff in there like you know he was a garbage man, mm-hmm. she was on welfare, but that With wasn't the focus. Of children, yeah, that wasn't the focus of the movie. The focus of the movie was yeah, her and her kids, and the relationship. I mean, even something like that, I'm just tired of everything having to be. When it comes to our stories, a political statement. We are humans, after all. We all have our own special stories and journeys. Mm-hmm. Can we just tell that part? It, that's just my, I, don't, I would like to see more of that in 2020.
1: I don't know. I don't know, we'll see. All I can say is Godspeed because <laughs> I know what I'm about to do um, and I hope everyone else figures out what they're about to do as well. If you haven't given it any thought as of yet, start thinking about it. It's important because ultimately, collectively, it will amount to something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeedy.
1: I want a like, soft pretzel with no salt.
0: On that note, um, the next time you see us, we will have our lovely flower, actually the curly flower, um, Julia, mm-hmm. who's been on some other episodes this season. Um, please watch <laughs> and share the cipher a lot of love sweat blood tears energy and money went into that we need the views to go way up on that so make sure you watch the cipher watch it over christmas break what have you share it with some people um make sure you subscribe talented
1: amazing people on there like fuck us right it's literally about
0: the contestants yeah yeah so not just the contestants even the folks that performed
1: that as well mm-hmm. shout out to aq the god mm-hmm. shout out to excuse me the god shout out to poet neomora yep. and kb the lady they were incredible mm-hmm. and they deserve and to be honest like you said it's it. not
0: about us so much but the folks that perform these mm-hmm. amazing women who that are
1: better than your favorite rappers yeah, that are out now went honestly. through
0: three rounds of competition and our judges were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Our audience was amazing. And so I don't know if and when we're going to do it again. We hope to do it again in August this year. However, that was our first annual, right? hmm Did you ever see Jermaine Dupree's cipher? No. Okay. Did it even materialize? So there was a lot, you know, we going to say it's a coincidence, but <laughs> the timing of this cipher that was supposed to come out that never happened I haven't seen anything and that doesn't mean it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen anything on a community level that's out there on YouTube and that happened in Brooklyn so regardless if you're watching us from the Midwest Chicago, down south Florida, east coast, west coast check it out it's definitely something that like I said it's a community coming together of artists good vibes all around Besides the fact that I'm still recovering from all the work, it was there was no way it could have turned out better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you couldn't be there in person, we put our resources together to make it available on our YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure your friends are subscribed. Make sure you are following on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, whichever of those three that you yeah. are on the most and you know cash app she so fly c h i s o p h l y just like my instagram um if you want this type of content and these type of events which we did the live show at the top of the year we would like to do another one of those but we that takes resources that takes money and you know you can do that once or twice with your own resources but it's harder to keep doing that right so if you want that type of quality from our community our collective of black women um help us out spread the word if you can't donate then spread the word share a clip
1: likes are free
0: exactly so we'll be we'll be back next time with julia i'm really excited for this final um 2019 episode Mm. because we're going to be paying homage um, to women that, you know, one of my favorite episodes where we talked about female game changers and we were talking about artists for the most part. We did talk about um, Corinne Stephens, Mm -hmm. Superhead, too. So we may have, we may, we may do a whole show just on the video Vixens that changed the game, but that show primarily focused on. The artists that changed the game in hip-hop. And so our next episode, we're going to talk about the women in hip-hop journalism um, broadcasting that changed the game. So Julia is the perfect person <laughs> to have on that because she's currently right studying um, journalism and radio. Um, so we try to give you all the different perspectives. So that'll be coming up next time this is a longer episode because we ain't been out here in a while. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, we're happy to be back in rotation. If you're in New York, we'll probably see you for me as long as the party ends by midnight. I'll probably Ah! see you at some parties Ah! or some museum openings. Anything you want to add before Um, we close?
1: You know, I'll definitely be out and around. Um, I, (laughs) my first live painting debut since i've been out for like i don't know almost three weeks will be with dj silky black oh okay you know like i just love his name shout out out to to you silky black piece of shit i can't but um wow yeah i'll be painting live at his birthday party he is also a sag that'll be on the 13th at the well which i also have to a residency world. at and i paint at
0: on the wait lookout. where's the well
1: and it's it's in brooklyn some okay. weird fucking neighborhood i want to say like follow her instagram Greenpoint. i'll be posting it kimber can't draw it's my instagram but i'll be there that'll be my first live painting and then you know i'm just gonna be mixy Pretty much December every Friday, thirteenth, you said thirteenth. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be painting live again on the twentieth, and I'll be back to my usual weekly scheduled programming. So, looking forward to that, and um, yeah.
0: And I am, and I'm, ugh, I'm mixing it up with a lot of people in the art world—not art like art dealers, but like a lot of creatives. Um, so I am. Doing a lot of looking for collaborators, doing some independent projects. Um, I think I said my Instagram: c h i s o p h l y. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to do some events or any other type of experiential type um, planning, we marketing, do a thing that type of thing. Definitely hit me up. I'll I'll send you the link to schedule time with me. Consultation is free. Mm-hmm um but yeah we are back we'll be back again soon and we will talk to y'all next time